that's why I did it, right? That's why I said to you, honestly, it's a gift to myself. Just feel really confident. I feel pretty. I feel just like an energy screaming through my pores, out my face, you know, that really is radiant. Hi, everybody. It's Kat Sadler, and this is It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. I've spent decades in TV broadcasting and conducted hundreds, if not thousands, of interviews in the span of my career. And on this show, the conversations continue. My goal is that every episode feels entirely brand new, but also like coming home. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. It's Kat, and welcome to The Surgery Show. (laughs) Just kidding. It sure is a beautiful day, and we are, yes, going to continue to deep dive into what has become a very popular subject in my life, about my life, and apparently is of great interest to you, my listeners, and a lot of people following. Who would have known? Welcome to the show. I am in bed once again, my favorite place to kind of do these solo episodes. For those of you who maybe are new to the show, I have a home studio also where I generally have my conversations and interviews. But when I do these solo episodes, I just kind of like to to get comfortable so I can be as authentic and vulnerable with you guys. So Today is no different, but I thought what we would do is kind of, ooh, kind of catch up on the aftermath that has become this pretty big conversation about plastic surgery, about my age, about our vanity, about our personal choices, about what it means to grow old gracefully. Um, So, so much to talk on. So I just wanted to hit some of the things I feel like I didn't really get to address on the last podcast about all my reasons why I did this surgery and kind of answer a lot of your questions that I'm hearing on social and kind of give you some more detailed responses to kind of what's going on. So if you don't know and you press play on this episode, I am to the day right now at this exact moment, four weeks past my facelift, neck lift, and my blepharoplasty. If you are also new to this show, this is not something we normally talk about. We're normally talking about personal growth and maybe, you know, we have on authors that help us figure out how to meditate or we're learning about, you know, our guts and wellness and health. And so this show is not about midlife. By the way, that was, I guess, maybe reporting error number one in a lot of the press that I've seen about my decision. I did an interview with Glamour and then a lot of different outlets picked up the article and some of my quotes. But firstly, some of them said that my podcast was called Naked. That was my old podcast. You were in the right place. This is It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. But then a couple outlets reported that my my podcast is all about midlife. It is not. It's It's for everybody. It's for all women. Although midlife and, and aging certainly comes up, obviously because 
of my own personal experiences, where I am in life. My two boys are about to leave the nest. So a lot going on in that regard. And I do share it here on the show. But this election to improve my appearance and and come up with this more refreshed kind of yes youthful glow was a decision that took me you know a, a couple weeks month to make and so many of you have been curious in where I am now and more of the timeline and what to expect so I just first before I get to that to kind of really give you an even more nuanced idea of should you do this, what to expect, I just want to say what I didn't expect was the response. You know, I wanted to have a conversation about my kind of choice to do this with a a magazine that I respected who I thought would represent me well and had a wonderful conversation with Jessica Radloff over at Glamour. And we had just a really amazing hour-long sit-down conversation about you know, why I'm not afraid to talk about it, why I think it's important to be transparent. And with all of my experiences up to this point, as it pertains to cosmetic procedures, a little filler, a little Botox, that kind of thing. So anyway, wonderful conversation with her. And I think that that article really represented me well. What I didn't expect is, you know, that story to hit and then have so many other press organizations, press outlets, press platforms, pick it up. I mean, everybody from the LA Times to People Magazine, you know, people just having, again, the conversation that extends beyond myself, which is really about women, our choices. Why would we? Should we? Maybe it's nobody's damn business what you do. Like, I love all these conversations. What it means when, quote unquote, public figures or stars actually tell the truth. You know, these are the conversations we're having on this show, thought-provoking conversations. And now, just because of my choice to get a facelift, now it's having an effect and more women are having conversations about it. So I love it. And I love if you don't agree with it. And I love if you're questioning my choice. And I love if, if you know, you don't know what's right for you yet. Because I have to say the overwhelming response I have gotten from so many of you, which is why I am so glad that I didn't do this and then disappear for a month and have everybody wondering, why were you on social media? And then coming up with some little lie that I was taking a social media break or something. I'm so glad that I'm talking about it because the overwhelming response, again, from you guys is, wow, like I was feeling the same way. And why do I look in the mirror and feel, you know, like my outside doesn't match my inside? Or why do I look so tired? Or man, I look sad and I'm not. Like so many of these similar feelings. That doesn't mean that everybody has to run out and get a facelift or a neck lift or an eye job. It just means, hey, you're not alone in the way you're feeling and that maybe that is normal. Let's normalize what it's like to watch yourself age and it be kind of jarring or be distracting or maybe you're putting more energy into that than you really want to admit to. But if we're being honest with ourselves, these are feelings that bubble up for many of us. So I love that you reached out about that and Thank you for the love. I mean, I have not been able to get back to everyone on just the notes of encouragement and support and hell yeah and high fives and all that stuff. It's just been 
so comforting. I just didn't expect all this. So I that just wanted to thank you and welcome, you know, some new followers and maybe a new wider audience because, you know, when this stuff ends up in the in the papers, as they used to say, then, you know, I, again, I heard from a handful of women like, I didn't know who you were yesterday, but <laughs> let's be friends, you know, um, wanting to connect on real issues that real women are having. So again, didn't expect all that, but I love the community that comes out of these kind of things. I love it when we can all connect on the way we're feeling and when it isn't always our proudest moment or our most positive feeling, or, you know, maybe it's some of our more insecure feelings if we're being honest with ourselves. So regardless, we can connect over that because of this community. So I'm so grateful. In the spirit of loving yourselves, I've talked about Sakara on this show several times and even introduced you to the amazing women, the females, the genius brains behind Sakara, Whitney and Danielle. But if you don't know, Sakara's flexible signature nutrition program makes it so easy, you guys, to plan nourishing, feel-good meals around your super-packed summer calendar. Are you having a good summer? Here is a way to make it better. Because if you got dinner plans this week, you can sign up for breakfast and lunch. Don't worry about it. If you're tired of the same takeout, you can choose dinners. There's always a way to customize when you subscribe to Sakara's again, very flexible signature nutrition program. These are meals that are ready to eat. They're delivered to your door. They actually help you look and feel your best. So don't worry if you've got a busy summer grind and you're traveling and you got the kids and you're doing the juggle. These are plant-rich meals that help you look your best, feel your best, even if you're overdoing it and you're over-entertaining or over-traveling. These meals can help you manage your weight, ease your bloat, and keep your energy levels high. Sakara brings expertly designed organic nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. They're science-backed, ready-to-eat meals deliver results you can see and feel from weight management and eased bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. You know I have a code for you guys for my It Sure Is a Beautiful Day listeners right now. Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off. Okay, 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash cat or enter code cat at checkout. Again, that's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash cat to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash cat. What you waiting for? I want to get to the timeline to answer more of your questions because here we are four weeks. I want to get to the way I'm speaking one more time because if you're new and you don't know, I'm having a little issue physically with my jaw, which is affecting my speech. So let me just do a little rewind to bring everybody up to date. Like I said, it's been four weeks since my surgery in Beverly Hills with Dr. Steve Kim at SK Plastic Surgery. And I feel the best I have felt. If you listen to my last couple podcasts, I was wow, emotional and somewhat 
mm, down. I don't, I wasn't like full on depressed, but surgery can be isolating. It, it forces you into solitude and then it's just you and your thoughts and your swelling and your numbing and your bruising. And you look in the mirror and you're kind of like, hmm, who's that? And when am I going to get to see the old me again? So, or not the old me, but me, the newer me, the, the, the new and improved me. So thanks for your patience because I, I was kind of feeling it. And I know I cried a couple times on the last podcast, but I am feeling so great. I am feeling physically, even by the way, because you can't exercise when you have a surgery of this magnitude. So I hadn't really exercised leading into the surgery. I told you I had gotten a little sick probably the day of the surgery. So my recovery has taken a little longer than most. But here we are four weeks later. I've started walking again. I did 10,000 steps yesterday at the US Open. I'm slowly getting some of my my I guess, just motion back into my life, you know, my movement. So I'm not overdoing it. I have to see Dr. Kim this week to hear what I can do exercise-wise. But many of you are asking me, like, well, how does your face actually feel? Like, you look great. By the way, again, the feedback on the natural uh, effects, the aesthetic that that my face is giving now. I'm giving natural. I'm giving refreshed. I'm giving just rejuvenated versus giving, oh my God, work done. So that makes me so happy. But now I'm starting to actually feel the match of the face. I have to tell you, like every morning waking up, post facelift is like Christmas morning because what you do is you want to run to the mirror and you want to look because it literally changes every day. It's like this onion that's just peeling back, 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 back. And every day you start to notice differences. So they will tell you that you should expect two weeks after this kind of surgery, facelift or facelift and neck lift to recover before you're back to work, before you're out in public before you're kind of resuming your normal activities. I will say, for me, if I were in that position, I would, or I am in the position, I'm going to tell you all, if you do this, give yourself a month. And I know that is very hard to do for most people, but I don't want you to think you're going to be back at it just like you were two weeks prior to the surgery because I am not 65 and it's taken me this entire four weeks. I kid you not. So I think it's longer than that two week mark. That is my humble opinion. That has been my experience. But I mean, household chores were hard for me until a week ago. So the energy, because you're down, you're in bed, you're recovering, it's kind of zapped from you altogether. And I've just been slowly kind of easing back into just physically moving through life. That's number one. Number two, my face, it as a whole, to get super specific, I would say that it's at about 70% of what it used to be. And what I mean by that is I still have my cheeks back at my ears and behind my ears where my kind of neck is, your glands are, that for me is still swollen. Even in my ears, you can tell like I, my ear lobe is a little like 
chunky right now because of all the swelling. That's, you know, where all the stitching is in the front of the ear, behind the ear. So I have not just the swollen tissue, face, muscle, whatever. I also have some tingling and I have a little numbness. Like when I put my headphones on to, to talk to you here today, like, eh, it, it's an odd feeling. My ears feel kind of numb. I was literally thinking, should I go get like my ears pierced? Because maybe I wouldn't feel it. And that's just everything growing back. It's everything settling and I am told that is not abnormal. Here is the thing. It can take six months to a year to feel like yourself, guys. So, and what I mean by that is to actually not feel any weird kind of way in your face. Everything has to settle. Everything has to repair. Everything has to regrow. And everyone's journey is different. So, that's where I'm at today with just how it feels like to put makeup on. It feels, it feels like, you know, when you can't feel your face when you've done like an ice roller and it's so numb, it kind of feels like that in parts of my face. Again, up on the apples of my cheeks, there's just a super, super tightness and numbness. Even like, again, when I'm doing makeup on my jaw area, like I can barely feel it. So is that normal? Not for everybody, but again, the tingling and and some of that numbness will come and go, I am told for up to a year. So we're only at the month mark. I am not freaking out. I feel like, you know, every day is better, like I said. And when I look in the mirror right now, oh, you guys, I'm so happy. I mean, I should speak to just the emotional fulfillment. I love it. I I mean, maybe that's why I'm suddenly having this pep in my step is because I love what I see. I love what I see. It's so nice. And I am ecstatic and I am thrilled and I am relieved that the results are so natural and that I look like myself. It's like, wow, we really did turn back the clock and it's a nice, nice way to rise every day. You know, I look at these pictures I've been taking. I'm finally washing my hair and styling my hair again and putting on a little makeup. And I'm like, ah, oh. it, it it does give me this little butterfly feeling. And, you know, I that's why I did it, right? That's why I said to you, honestly, it's a gift to myself. Just feel really confident. I feel pretty. I feel just like an energy screaming through my pores, out my face, you know, that really is radiant. So was it worth the pain and the two weeks of not being able to chew and the just discomfort sleeping night after night? Yes, it has been worth it. It's worth every penny. I'm just literally like now I just like, oh, I want to preserve the goods, you know, for as long as I can. That's another decade. It just feels really, really, really great. And I am indebted to, again, Dr. Kim. I think he is the best. And all of this speaks to 
the other part of the conversation that kept coming up about doing it earlier perhaps, you know, in your late 40s or early 50s rather than waiting because the before and after is not so incredibly extreme. Therefore, you know, people might not have even guessed you had work done because you just looked so refreshed and so so healthy. You just have a healthy, happy glow to you. And so I think that's what we achieved. And I'm just so, so happy that I I didn't I didn't sleep on this experience and just put it off for another five years and tuck it away. Like I'm just really glad that that this all came together. I want to say one more thing about the physical because as I speak, I'm thinking about it and I know this is a question of yours and a concern of mine. And when I'm speaking with the kids or friends or Greg, I'm like, can you hear it? Can you hear it? I do still have this little, little slight lisp going on where my S's sound a little harsher sometimes or my P's are a little, when I say the word grasp, it's a little more heavy, a little more laborsome, laborsome. See, if you... If you have never listened to this podcast, maybe you don't know. Maybe my diehard listeners are like, ooh, can't you sound different? I don't know what y'all are thinking, but for me, it feels different. My speech is a little altered. Okay, so that could be scary, right? And obviously, it was a couple weeks ago, but again, it gets better every, every day. I'm seeing Dr. Kim this week. My jaws had trouble after the surgery. They were just... I know Scarlett, even my dog, is very aware of that because we were worried for a minute. I couldn't open my mouth. And so I was stuck on on soft foods. I couldn't chew. I was I was drinking my soups and my oatmeal and my smoothies like incessantly. And so all that has changed. So just to give you that update, I am eating normally now. By normally, I mean I'm eating all foods again, except for nuts, I would say. But I have to go a little slower. And so that, again, is just everything repairing in my mouth. So that is different. And that is something, listen, I'm just curious if anybody listening who has had this work done had a similar experience because I haven't really heard of anybody with this kind of concentrated challenge. For me, it is it is something. It's not nothing. So I'm going to get Dr. Kim's advice this week on, you know, if we just let it ride or if maybe I should see an oral surgeon or something just to make sure my bite's the same and everything is working as it once did. But that's where we are. And that's me being really honest because I'm telling you guys everything that's part of our <laughs> that's part of our agreement is that you know I'm laying it all out there I'm going to lay it all out there so I think those are most of the points that I needed and wanted to cover f- based on what I was hearing from you guys on social is just the the transparency piece being huge and a lot of people really expressing thanks and gratitude for that. So you are more than welcome. It's the only way I know how to be. I will just say one little follow-up because of headlines and clickbait and what you see on the internet. Spoiler alert, not everything you read is true. You know, one of the headlines said something like, she doesn't care what you think. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. Like she's doing this and she doesn't care. I care 
I don't care if you judge me. You know, I just want to make that clarification there. Like, I care that I did this. That's why I care to talk about doing this. That's why I care to do interviews discussing what it's like to be a real woman and have these real concerns. And by the way, have lots of concerns about being a midlife woman. If you listen to the show regularly, you know this is the focus hasn't been my physical appearance. Oh my God, I have to look a certain way. I need society's acceptance. I, you know, am doing this for all these outward reasons to fill up, you know, to appease society and and the culture in which we live. No, this was, this is a part of all of that. This is a piece of that. We've talked about, you know, all the things as it pertains to being a woman. This happens to be one corner, one pillar, one bucket that deserves a discussion. So that's why we're having it. So I do care to bring people on this ride. I do care to bring people on this experience with me. I do care to inform and educate and enlighten and truth tell all day long. I do care about that. I actually care deeply about that. That's the journalist in me and the seeker in me and the forever student in me. So I will just say, lastly, really on this facelift update episode, that this idea of aging gracefully, right? That's another that's another thing we hear about if you're in my generation. Why can't you just grow old gracefully. Remember the old ads like, just let it be. Growing old gracefully means accepting your wrinkles. Growing old gracefully means just, you know, looking in the mirror and seeing frown lines and going, that's life lived. Or, oh, look at my gray hairs. Like why? You know, it just means I've had all of these experiences on earth and I'm wise and I'm older. Eh, maybe. Maybe that's growing old gracefully for some, because guess what? We all get to do it on our own as we choose, however we see fit. What about growing old gracefully might mean something a little different? What if growing old gracefully means also doing the kind of work that many of us have been neglecting. What if growing old gracefully means healing the part of yourself that maybe you've neglected most of your life, that's nagging at you, that's just been kind of tapping on your shoulder going, hey, how? what about this part of me that we need to look at and make peace with and come to terms with and maybe let go and pass through us? You know that part of you that you kind of don't want to focus on and don't want to do the work on, but really needs some resolving so that you can move forward lighter and feeling better and more graceful? You know, that can mean growing old gracefully you know, finally tending to that trauma that maybe you endured, again, making peace with that. Maybe growing old gracefully means lying down all those grudges you have that you're carrying around with you that, you know, are actually poisoning you at the end of the day. And instead just saying, I forgive you to those people. You know who they are. You know who they are. It's those 
unresolved relationship dynamics that you know need some attention, but you're kind of just stuffing in the corner because it sounds too hard or maybe it's too difficult. Maybe if you tidied up some of those corners of your life, ah, as you get older, it's freeing. It's like becoming lighter. It's, It's liberation, you guys. I completely believe that this too can mean growing old gracefully. Hey, how about refusing to take part in those toxic relationships, you know, that maybe the old you used to participate in, all those same patterns with your past romantic partners. Maybe we don't do that anymore. Maybe we learn boundaries. Maybe we dive into the self-love that we should be swimming around in rather than given discounts our whole life to all these losers, okay? Maybe that's growing old gracefully. So the work never ends. And I don't know about you, but that's what I love about growing older. How cool is it that we have access to doctors to help us with maybe some of our exterior physical concerns. How amazing is it that there's telehealth now and we can have access to therapists from wherever you are in the world if you really want to seek out help on, you know, the inside and all the other, you know, mental and emotional parts of our lives that we want to get right as we get older to keep learning and growing and expanding. Like to me, this is exciting. All of this is available to us. And I know it's not free. I know I'm privileged. I know that, man, so many women can't schedule a facelift, or it might mean saving for years to get your facelift, or it might mean (laughs) getting a loan. I don't know if they give loans to get facelifts, but I'm aware of that. And so I, I come from this, I'm telling these stories and and sharing with you guys, knowing that I'm coming from a place of access and, again, privilege to have the right to even exercise these choices. So I am grateful. I recognize that. I see that. And I'm just, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with what again feels like everybody lifting me up over this decision. So I know it's not the biggest thing in the world and I did call it life altering and it has been, it's been major, let's put it that way. But it doesn't define me. It still will never define me, you know? I don't want to forever be known as the chick who got the facelift at 48 who talked about it, you know? It's so interesting to me though, what does make news and 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 this has. So didn't, didn't see that coming, but That means it's what y'all are talking about. That means that it's what you are at least interested in or curious about. And and you look at a lot of women's faces on TV or on social media or whatever shows you're streaming, and you're like, I know they didn't look like that five years ago. What are they doing? And you're asking yourself, you know, that has to be more than electrolytes and olive oil, right? Like, chances are it probably is. So let's talk about it. Let's be truthful about it. I think it's exciting. I think it's it's another way women can 
step into their power and decide what's best for them. Hallelujah. High five. Again, I heard from so many of you who were like, oh my gosh, I got mine a year ago. It changed my life. I'm so happy. I've heard so many stories from you all about when yours is scheduled or what year you're going to do it and you can't wait. So it's exciting. We deserve it. Lord knows. Lord knows. Women are phenomenal and we do so much so much in our days, and we do so much for others. So I say power to us. No regrets. No regrets. Before I leave you today, I just want to say I'm going to have an announcement next week on this show that you're going to want to tune in for. So come back for that. I want to also remind you that the video documentation of this whole journey leading up to three weeks anyway is on my Scriber video series that is texted to your phone. The link is all over my social media. I will put it in the show notes today. Unfortunately, at this point, this is only available to my U.S. audience. It's through the U.S. cellular system, so it's texted to your phone and it's only available in the U.S., but it's nice and efficient because you can just click the link. It's texted to your phone. Sign up very easily for $4.99 a month, so there will be multiple videos everything up into this point and more that I'll be sharing the rest of the month. And then next week's going to be a really special show. It's going to be another pretty personal show. (laughs) As if this wasn't enough to kick off my summer, I have some other major mega life events taking place. I am moving after 13 years. I have all kinds of feelings about that, what it is like, what change means, where the opportunity lies in change. My son is going to college (laughs) halfway across the country, what that looks like, what that means, how that feels. So for any of you staring down some major life events or shifts in your world or change in your home and family, maybe you too are becoming empty nesters, tune in because I'm having two very special guests And we're going to go deep on all of this. And then I'm also, again, going to tell you a a mini announcement that you won't want to miss on next week's show. So love you all so much. I love what we've built here. I thank you for giving me the space to share openly and honestly and forever truthfully. And I welcome, again, your, your criticisms as well. I can't tell you how many people told me they listened to my facelift podcast number one, how many of you listened to my Father's Day tribute. I'm hearing the feedback and reading the feedback all over IG, but are you leaving a review? I think I know the answer, and the answer is no, you're not, (laughs) but I need you to. I need you to go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review there. If you're not following along on Spotify or Apple, make sure you hit those follow buttons because then you get notifications about the show and when there's a new drop. So that really goes a long way in supporting this this show and this program and all that we do here. So a big thanks to you for listening and leaving those reviews. Love y'all so much.
I am so happy you like my results. I'm pretty happy too. I got a little twinkle in my eye because I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. Is that, does that sound to music? <laughs> oh my God, I'm so aging myself. All right, have a great week, everybody. It sure is a beautiful day. I'll see you back here next time. Bye. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And a reminder, you can catch a brand new episode of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day every Tuesday. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And of course, I'd love to hear from you. So leave me a rating and leave me a review. Also, follow us on social media for all the behind the scenes action and more info. That's at I am Kat Sadler on Instagram and at ABD with Kat. Talk to you next Tuesday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.